Welcome to The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. Twice a week, we share stories, interviews, and tips to help you lead a more positive, authentic, and abundant life. We know the power to make this happen lies within you. Are you ready? Let's go. This is Season 5, Episode 356 of The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. We're glad you joined us again. If you're here for the first time, welcome. Hi, hi. So the challenge for this week was... Last week, and that was... Um, I say that every week. I, I know. Well, but yeah, I get it. So <laughs> um, it was clean out that, uh, that junk drawer. Not like your physical junk drawer, but clean out that junk drawer in your finances where you've got, hey, I have that subscription to something, or why don't I cancel this magazine subscription because I'm not reading the magazine or whatever it is. I actually found, we found one other thing in our junk drawer, but then we decided we wanted to keep it. So it was our Apple Music. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. You want to rate your week? Yeah. I'm going to get mine a 8.9. Okay. Great. Yep. Yep. Everything went well. Got a busy week. A little teeny bit slow at work. So I'm, uh, my brain's a little bit confused. We talked about that a little bit in mm-hmm. last week's episode. So. Mm-hmm. But not everything is good. Good. <laughs> Sorry, my week, uh, I'm going to give it like a solid nine. Uh, good week. Busy week. Our friends Rob and Mary Lou left, so I was a little sad about that. Um, and then I was sad because I realized it was their last time they'd be staying with us here in this house. Yes. So, but happy because we'll see them in Iceland. Yep. Um, yep. Got to take uh, some a hike this week. And um, got more stuff to storage and more stuff to Salvation Army. And so I'm feeling pretty good about, had a good lunch with Heidi and Mary Lou on Wednesday. So I had a really good week. It was nice. It baked a lot of bread. I did. I'll get into that in a minute. So, um, okay, let's do our three little things from last right. week. So my first thing was to practice with the drone some more, which I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two was to work on the RV, which uh, I did. I got about half of the... Uh, basement done. They call it the basement. It's just the outside storage, but everybody calls it the basement. And you got a bonus. So, yeah, and I got lit up by a bee, which actually recorded because I was doing some practice video uh, outside um, when I stuck my hand into a uh, hornet's nest. It was actually nest. a hornet. It wasn't even yeah. a bee. Yeah. Yep. Got no, a wasp. A wasp. The one with the two legs that hang down, that's a Whatever. wasp. Yeah, anyway. Angry. Yeah, very. So there His was a, there was angry. a big There was a big nest under there that I actually had to pull out, but... Yeah, little did I know when I stuck my hand in there, I was going to get lit up. So okay, and then uh, was to iron out the plans to go see my dad, which uh, I was able to get that all set up. By the time you guys listen to this, he'll be out fishing with his dad. Yep, yep. Um, okay, so me was first uh, take more stuff to storage. I did. Uh, number two was appointments. I did all the appointments this week. Part of it was getting you to your doctor's appointment. Yep. yep. Um, and then the third thing was take a walk, which we did today. Yep. Which was great. Yeah, you should feel pretty accomplished. You had you had a you know pretty pretty busy week last week. It was able to get everything uh, done, including the last minute pack up the car and get uh, some more stuff donated and some more stuff in storage. So mm-hmm. Feels we kind of took a little bit of a break. Um, you needed a little bit of a breather once we got the house on the market. We got to a point where you could actually stop and take a little bit of a breath, which you did. But then uh, right back on. Yeah, I think it's important sometimes to let the dust settle a little bit and then kind of come back at with a fresh set of eyes and then say, okay, what's next? Because we've gotten most of the house cleaned out. Now we're just waiting for a valid contract to come through and then um, kind of go from there. 
So we had a contract come through, but it was too low. So we um, we kind of went back and forth a little bit and then realized that people just couldn't qualify for any more or just didn't want to spend any more. And that's okay. And I get that. And I appreciate, um, you know, setting those boundaries. And we just said, thanks, deal's not for us. And now we're just waiting for more showings and more uh, offers. Yeah, and it will. Good deal. So we're recording a little bit early because you're going to go see your dad for Father's Day. It's Saturday, the day before Father's Day. And so um, first off, happy Father's Day to all you guys yes, out there. Yes, by the time you guys get this, um, Father's Day will be another day, another day in the history books there. So hopefully yep. you guys had uh, good weather, had to get got some barbecues in, some swimming pool time, some beach time, whatever. Some time with your family. Yeah, some time with your family, yeah. whatever you wanted to do for Father's Day. Hopefully uh, everybody had an opportunity to do that. So we wound up taking a hike on Saturday. Yeah. And uh, so once again, found a local park didn't even know was here anyway so well, let me let, let me jump in here for a quick second i'm given the count of all of the trails that we've found out about recently mm-hmm. there in a 15 mile radius to here we couldn't hit them all between now and when we leave no probably not i mean even if we made an effort to do it i mean i was i was shocked we we got quite a few in the day um we got all the ones at the yes. park done today. Yep. It was about, it was almost about three miles. Yep. And it, it, it was a good, it was a good walk. I mean, it was a really good park and, you know, it was, it was more of a hike than a walk. So, but every time we open the app up and look around, we're like, well, there's more trails. There's some more trails over there. Well, I didn't even know this place had trails. So, uh, wish we had found them five years ago, but we will get to as many and, uh, hopefully do some video for you guys on some of them. Yeah, so the place that we went to today, I actually was wrong, but it was actually at the, uh, it's in Port Tobacco, Maryland, and it is the Port Tobacco River River Park. Mm-hmm. Um, there's three ter- tr- three trails there. We did the Butterfly and Wetlands Trail. That was 1.3 miles. And then we did the Eagle Trail. Actually, we did the Eagle Trail first. Right. That was only an, it, like eight-tenths of a mile. They have an... Um, a pair of bald eagles down there called Chandler and Hope, which is named after a property called Chandler's Hope. And um, this year, they we were very fortunate. They had three eaglets. They all they had three eggs. All three eggs hatched, and the eaglets are actually starting to branch. Branch means that they are hopping out to the outer branches on the tree, and they're exercising their wings. And then pretty soon they'll start to take off. We think we may have seen an eaglet flying, but we're not sure. Yep. And that was, uh, believe it or not, Charles County is second in the state of Maryland for number of mating, uh, pairs of mating bald eagles. Nice. So So we also did the Port Tobacco Village Trail, which actually takes you down to the old Port Tobacco um, Courthouse. And there are, we didn't realize it, but there's an archaeological dig that has been going on there since 2007. It was really cool. I was like, from from a distance, we were like, What's that? And then we realized they were flags and it was squared off. And I said, I bet you that's an archaeological dig. So you walked over and snapped some pictures, which was really cool. Yeah, and it is an archaeological dig. They have they have a uh, grid mapped out on the ground and rope where they're going to be continuing to dig. And mm. they've excavated out an entire uh, foundation of a small house. That's awesome. So, yep. yep. Yeah. It, so it's a very interesting history for that area. So it's where the... Um, the native people and then the European settlers came, kind of came together and they lived together or lived in close proximity for a while. So there's bound to be tons of really cool things. But it was um, it was a nice hike. 
it was a nice, so it was about three miles mm-hmm. um, three altogether. Miles Actually, I think it might have been a little over three miles. Well, anyway. I came up a little bit over. Yours came up a little bit under, so we'll meet in the yeah. middle. It was three miles. Three miles <laughs> is good. Um, wooded, you know, then there were some like sunny spots and um, it was, but it was a really easy hike and it was nice. We got lots of good content for the YouTube channel. Um, the only downside is I literally just pulled a tick off of me and I still feel like I have ticks crawling all over me. I pulled, I don't know, half a dozen ticks off Mm -hmm. of me in the past week. You've probably done that plus some more. I got eight ticks off of Lily. So it's been, uh, yeah, ticks have been really crazy in this area for the past, I guess maybe we didn't have a cold enough winter. And they- I'm pretty sure that's probably the case because they are, they're everywhere. And we used to raise chickens. And when we had chickens, there wasn't a tick to be had. Mm-hmm. So uh, part of the fact that uh, we don't have chickens anymore has probably helped increase the tick population around the house. But we've picked them up on hikes that we've done in the last couple of couple of weeks. We so. took a hike. We took a walk with Mary Lou last weekend. And um, we were, with the house is being shown. So we decided to take a walk over at Myrtle Grove. Which and is it's, a wildlife management area. It's 800 acres over I think there so. Yeah. Um, and anyway, so it was, there's parts of this that were pretty overgrown. Well, she came home with two ticks on, in her shoes on her feet that we're pretty sure that's where Lily got all of her ticks from. I kept picking ticks off of me. I It's just ridiculous. So it's one of those really creepy things. Like at night, I feel like, I feel like I have ticks crawling all over me. I can't stand it. <laughs> Ugh. But anyway, so yeah, so it was really nice to get out and take a hike. It's exactly what I needed to do to go out and just be in nature. I'm happiest when I'm in nature. Yes. I'm happiest when I'm out watching birds or butterflies or, you know, listening and listening for the the critters in the woods. Could be chipmunks, could be muskrats, could be squirrels, could be deer, whatever. Yeah, because we had a we had a, a a lot of bird watching we got in today. I mean, a lot of different birds that we got to see this morning. So, and I was glad we got to go because we got some pretty bad thunderstorms last night. Yeah, and it was um, we got out there fairly early enough, and this time of year, especially around here when we're just starting to get into uh, increased humidity, um, it's best to get up and go early. We were probably about two minutes, two minutes, two hours late later than we could have been leaving this morning because we by the time we wrapped up, it was absolutely starting to get hot. So. Oh yeah. And we were the last ones there. Yep. But anyway, it great free park in our area. So the point is, don't be like us. We didn't realize that these parks and these trails and all this stuff was here. And we're getting ready to leave. So thank goodness for the app All Trails. Yes, because now we want to see as much of it as we can before we leave out of here. And this stuff is all free. I mean, free parking. It, it was all it's it's free. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, Absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit about the sum of your top five. And this is a question we get asked during the one thing. Like, who are the top five that you, top five people you surround yourself with? And there, you guys have probably all heard this before, but you become the sum of the top five people that you hang out with. And my top five has changed since I've left work. Um, I don't know that I even have five, but I guess I could make five up. Um, my, I mean, the dogs and cats don't count. So no. you're definitely number one. Yep, as for you me. are for me. Yep. Um, and then I have Mary Lou and I have Heidi. And then I, I really have to kind of dig because there's not, because I'm not working. So I don't have, I don't have a solid core that I choose from that I, you know, get to, that I get to draw from where I'm dealing with a lot of people every day. 
Now, I will say that since I've left work and my five has shifted, there's always one person in my five that you always questioned. And I won't name names, but this person was in my five. And I bring this up because I think a lot of us are like this. This person was in my five because, A, they needed to be, but B, because I was there to try to, I felt like it was my life's goal to try to help this person become a a better version of themselves, despite themselves. And it's, I've left and that person still is not becoming the better version of themselves. So sometimes it just, and Mary Lou and I had a long talk about this this week is like, sometimes you can lead people, you can lead a horse to water, but you just can't make them drink. And that, and sometimes you just have to know when it's okay to walk away from a situation like that. Yeah. Because you know, you're investing time in someone, but if they have to be they have to feel the need or they have to want the time invested in them. And, and not that you should ever push yourself away from it, someone, but every once in a while you need to take a step back and let them coast for a little bit and hope that they realize, hey, I'm, I'm headed in the wrong direction again. Why is all this happening? Because if they don't realize it themselves, it's like telling someone that the stove is hot till they touch it. They're not going to realize it's hot. So sometimes it's, you know, and I hate to use the term tough love, but sometimes that's exactly what it is. It is. And and sometimes you have to, so I think it's good for all of us to take this stock and figure out who are the five, who are the five people that are in my inner circle that influence me, that um, help me to become a better version of myself, who are my confidants, et cetera, et cetera. And hopefully for you guys, they're people who are pushing you to become a better person. Right who are helping you to um, see your goals, recognize your goals, make sure your goals align with your values, and to also help you just to to raise up, right? Right, keep you, keep you up and, and moving forward and not be an anchor. You know, you don't want anybody in your, your top five to be an anchor to hold you back. <laughs> and how many times have we had people, and I'm guilty of it too, how many times have we had people in our top five where they are an anchor for yep. us? They're not there to help us, they actually wind up draining us sometimes. Yep. And, and, and being that anchor to slow you down or pull you back or tell you, man, why do you want to do that? That's way outside of your comfort zone. But, you know, living outside your comfort zone is what really makes you a but true... It's, but it's not even that. So I'm going to take it from... You're right. Some people do do that. There's also some other people who just take from you in different ways. Like, you know, oh, woe is me. Oh, you know, um, my life will never be great because of X, Y, Z, you know, and then it's, then they make it feel like it's your responsibility to make their life better. And that's not the case. No, that's not the case at all. So, I mean, we, we both know people that have been in and out of our lives where they're like that, where they, they take everybody else's monkey and they're taught they're they're five, right? Their top five winds up being three people who th- constantly throw their monkeys on that person's back. And that's not fair either. Um, and you, so it's, it's a good time. And actually, I'm going to give you guys your challenge for this week. Your challenge for this week is figure out who's your top five. And are those top five, are those the, your top five, are they the right people to be on your bus? Right. Even if you're helping them out, are they bringing anything to the table? Or are they just costing you? Exactly. You know, or are they just, they're just expending your energy and not bringing any energy to the table? Yep. Absolutely. I like it. I like it. I mean, I think that it's important to take time to do that, to, to take stock oh, of who's in your life and are they there for the right reason? But that's something you have to do on a semi-regular basis mm-hmm. because 
you know, you may be coasting along or work along really well with someone. And, and I've been in this situation on the business side before. And then that person goes in a different direction or takes a different path that's pulling from you and not bringing it anymore. And sometimes it's okay to move away from those relationships or move, you know, that person out of your top five and, and hopefully bring someone else in that can continue to bring stuff in, you know, and, and, and you with them. I mean, it's a, it's a shared situation. If they're, the sum of your top five, then you want to be part of their top five, you know, to help them along as well. Yeah. That's why I'm grateful that I have people like Heidi and Mary Lou that are in my top five because they, that's a very mutually beneficial relationship. Right. I add something and they definitely add something for me. Like they, I couldn't have asked for two better mentors in my life than the two of them. And, um, without people like that who are there to mentor me and to help me become, a better version of myself. And honestly, just help me see a different perspective because they cut through the crap sometimes that I am too nice to be able to say, you know, Oh, you know, that I tell a lot, a lot of times I tell people, Oh, it's okay. You know, they're going to do better. And they have just a really direct yet kind way of saying they're full of crap and they're not doing what they said they should be doing. Right. So I think it's important to have people that are really going to give it to you. They're going to be real with you. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Okay. So mm-hmm. I've been on a kick. All right. What kind of kick have I been on? Making bread. Homemade making, bread. I couldn't be happier. <laughs> I know. Making sourdough bread. It's kind of the new, I don't know, hot lick for everybody. Um, so I got some starter from a girl, a friend recommended. Um, and then I have been on a kick to perfect my recipe and my technique. And I think I just about have it down pat. How have you felt about being my guinea pig? Uh, I couldn't be happier. Okay. <laughs> I'm full, That's full of sourdough bread. So if you guys don't know what starters, and I did it a few years ago, but it, it's something you have to stick with because the starter, believe it or not, is a living organism. It has to be fed. You have to take care of it every other day or so. And it's not something you can throw on a shelf, put a lid on it, stick it in a refrigerator, and leave it alone. Now, you can for a little while, but this is what makes sourdough bread sour, is the fact that you're using the starter, which is a living organism from flour, water. Uh, the one that I had, you actually started out with pineapple juice. Mm. Um, which started the bacteria to grow, which is which is what made the sour the dough sour. Good bacteria, good bacteria, not bad bacteria. Um, but this thing doubles in size every day, mm-hmm. so you literally either have to bake with it, give it away, or or toss it because yeah. it just will continue to grow. And you know some of these places and. Um, we've seen some on TV before, you know, they've got starter that's a hundred years old and it's been 20 years old, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Friends, a friend of ours just, she recently, her starter went bad. Um, she let it go bad because for different reasons, partially on purpose, partially not, but anyway, but it was two years old and I've, my heart sank for it because it is something and I've already started thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do. I may have to train Jimmy what to do with the starter when we're in Iceland because... It you won't know, make it until you get back. No, not two weeks. It definitely won't. So, yeah. So, so the other thing I've been filling my days with is I've been trying to take classes. I'm a lifelong learner, and I took a class on movie editing. So I signed up for Skillshare, paid for that yearly subscription, um, and I took that class, which is really cool. So I've been trying to edit some videos here and there as we get them. 
I'll edit video from our hike today. And then I'm taking a QuickBooks class online. And the guy is, he, he cracks me up because he starts every single lesson. There's like 92 or 96 lessons. It's a lot. I think I'm about a third, maybe a little bit more of the way through all the lessons. And he starts every single lessons with, you know, we're going to go over AR, AR balance reports. And then he hovers the mouse. He goes over with QuickBooks online. And, but then he goes into his like regular voice when he's teaching. It's just, it just cracks me up. So I think that it's important. That's something that keeps us feeling young, keeps us feeling positive, And that is being a lifelong learner. I like it. It's, so. it, it takes a lot to keep yourself motivated like that. But with you, it's, it's fresh ideas, fresh things that keep you kind of moving along. So. And it brought some, I taught you something new that we can use with your QuickBooks. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And, um, and then I, it actually made me think about something for shoots that I talked to Heidi about this past Wednesday. And, um, I don't know if they're going to go with it or not, but it did make me, it, it's making me think about things that I've kind of either dealt with before, put on a shelf, whatever. And, um, that's one, that's the thing I like about that. I get these really cool ideas out of taking some of these classes that I'm taking. So I want to give a couple shout outs to some of our listeners. I want to give a shout out to Sarah. Hey, Sarah, that is, um, John Morgan's wife. So Sarah Morgan. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. She is a nurse and we love our nurses. Yes, we do. And she's a nurse at our favorite hospital. Anne Arundel Medical Center. Really? Yes, she is. I did not is. know that. Well, yes. thank you for filling me in. Yeah. Well, so thank you, Sarah, for taking a listen to us. Yep. And thanks for working at an awesome, awesome yes. hospital. Yes. Um, and I want to give a shout out to our friend, Anna, Pol- um, not Polanco anymore, Anna Hernando. Hernando, yes. And um, <laughs> she is in the final stages of her um, defending her thesis for her PhD. Really? I'm really proud of wow, her. That takes a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of work. Dedication for sure. That absolutely does. Okay. Gave you guys your challenge. Let's go over our three little things for this week. Yep. So my first one is to visit with my dad, which I'm definitely going to do. Okay. Um, We've got one big hurdle left to tackle that we haven't even started on yet. And that is the shed because it's got tractor, you name it. It's in there. Lawnmowers, weed eaters, rototillers. uh, Shovels. Yeah. So, and and it's also got a bunch of leftover material and and fasteners that I've been collecting for 10 years. So that's going to be a a beast. So I want to get in there, at least start weeding through a little bit of it. And my third thing is I have the other half of the coach basement to organize, which I'm going to try to get to. How about you? Uh, First thing is I've got a few more things I want to pack up. Like I have my nightstand and I can definitely pack that up. And I think there's a couple other things I can wind up taking. I can take to storage this week. Um, And I want to take some walks this week. So maybe take Lily out to the park some mornings or if you're home one morning or one afternoon and it's not too hot, maybe we'll go back down and try some other trails. Um, and then we had a couple more down at friendship landing. We wanted to try as we well. Do. And the Thomas stone historical site yes, also has that a trail I definitely too. Want to go to. That's almost two miles. So, yeah. but we, I think we could do that. We just yep. did three miles yep. today. So why not? Um, and then the last thing is I want to work on my QuickBooks class. Cause I got a free, 30 day trial of a certain level because you need you're the level you have is not the level I need. I need one to step up for this class. Um, so I want to try to try to plow through that class this week and next. So I'm really going to try to 
push forward this week. Good to hear. Good to hear. So do I you have, have a good news story. You know for I us? do, and I showed it to you. It's so yeah, funny. It is funny. Th- this one is one of the ones that you absolutely need to watch the video to get the uh, to get the full effect, mm-hmm. so to speak. So there was a girl named Taylor, and um, she was visiting the Louisville Zoo in Kentucky, and there was an orangutan. And the orangutan was very interested in her purse. And the orangutan kept like tapping the glass. And she thought, well, maybe she wants to see my keys. Nope. Maybe she wants to see this. Nope. It wasn't until she opened her purse and she had a bag of like fruit snacks. And the orangutan, that's exactly what he he or she wanted. And um, even tried to give show... (laughs) The orangutan tried to show the girl, Taylor, how to give the sweets through the keeper's area. She <laughs> couldn't access it. No, but he was like, go around. I mean, actually mm-hmm. pointing, like, go outside, go around, come over here. And he was putting his fingers in the in the fence on the side where, I guess, the keepers come in at, which, like you said, she couldn't get to. But it was, this went on for Quite five, some time. five or six minutes at least. So it, it's hilarious. Orangutans are some of the most intelligent animals on the planet. And this just goes to prove it. All right, so here's your positive quote. It feels good to be lost in the right direction. I like it. I like yeah. It. All right, so let's see. Anything else shaken in our world we need to share? Um, I think we went through it all. We've just okay. got uh, got a lot we got going on. We got a lot going on this we week. We do. So. We got a lot happening. Anyway, um, we will uh, talk to you guys again on Wednesday. Make sure that you are in our Facebook group, The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. And make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And give us that five-star rating. All right. We'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday. Until then, be kind, be well, and... Until next time, choose positivity, my friends.